Hi, it's Mimi. Welcome to our new weekly Mimi Moments, a new series focusing on short, impactful excerpts from some of the most powerful conversations that I've had on the show. I hope it elevates your day. And if you want to hear the whole episode, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Well, what does your body do when it's holding on a toxin? It gets inflamed, right? It swells, right? You have stubborn weight loss. But here's the most important part when it comes to weight loss and plant-based foods. Plant-based foods, I just mentioned fiber. Plant-based foods, the fiber in it, right? Once, once it starts going through your digestive system, it gets to your colon, it starts feeding on the microbiome. It starts promoting the growth of those positive, th- those really beneficial bacteria in our colon and starts reducing the growth of all of those pathogenic bacteria. Well, why is that important? Because now we are finding that the microbiome is tightly connected to weight loss, stubborn weight loss. So if you're feeding those bugs in your colon with fiber from plants, then you are promoting the growth of those good bacteria. And by promoting the growth of the good bacteria, you're helping yourself in general just start reducing weight. Right back to the microbiome, the gut-brain axis, right? Well, one, we, one we're just creating most of our serotonin, that feel-good, right? That feel-good hormone or uh, neurotransmitter in our, in our gut. But we're all... When, when you're eating inflammatory foods in general, they're inflaming the body, they're inflaming the brain, right? When they're inflaming the brain, when they're high in pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals, that's brain inflammation, of course, of course, you're not going to be in the best of moods. But we have to go back, and like I said, a gut-brain axis, if we're not feeding our, our, our body, right? We're not feeding our body with fiber, because that's what our gut feeds on. So the microbiome feeds on that fiber. That's when it has a huge party. Well, if you're eating, let's say, a carnivore diet and you're not having plants, you're not really getting that much fiber. That's a huge problem, huge, huge problem. Now, if you're eating all those plants, you're giving your gut that you're, you're giving the you're growing the gut bacteria and the same gut bacteria that are helping with or the, the positive beneficial bacteria that are helping with the weight loss or that are helping with the weight loss are also helping with mood, right? They are reducing or, or attenuating those inflammatory molecules. Right, and they're sending signals back to the brain and saying, "Hey, we're cool. We feel good. You know, there's no threat here. We're not being overwhelmed with pathogenic bacteria. And those pathogenic bacteria, when they grow, what they do is they eat up those molecules. You know, they they especially when you're eating a meat heavy diet, they're eating all of those breakdown products from the meat. And then what they're doing is they're they're pooping or or, or passing gas, and that their their version of passing gas is creating." endotoxins, right? That's causing more inflammation in the body, hence more mood disorders, right? If you're, if you're inflaming the gut, you can lead to something called leaky gut or gut, permeab- gut permeability. And that can also align with leaky brain, brain permeability. There's, there's molecules that are going through your body and in your brain that are not supposed to be there inflaming the brain more, right? Depression, anxiety, all that stuff has to do with brain inflammation and how, health, how healthy is our gut. That's number one, what we have to think about first physiologically. Intermittent fasting would be easy for a beginner. You know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of having your last meal at, let's say, 8 o'clock, right? 7, 8 o'clock. I, do, I, I try to do 6.30, but realistically, you know, all of a sudden I have a dinner at like 7.30 or 8. But, but it'd be important to have a window between your last meal to your first meal of about 13 to 16 hours, and that's called an intermittent fast. And you could just practice that daily. That's pretty much what I do, minimum 13. Now, 13 is important because that's what's been shown to be helpful for breast health, but also fasting is helpful for cardiovascular health, 
blood sugar regulation, weight loss, immune system, detox. These are all things that we just do. Look, our body, our body is, was designed in, in a better state. We are, we have evolved more not eating than we have eating, right? So I heard a quote by Walter Longo, which is the leader in the fasting mimicking diet. And he said that our body is more adapt. I'm sorry, let me go back. Eating is more stressful to the body than not eating, which is a pretty incredible quote. Wow. Because if you, yeah, because if you think about it, we, when, when, when we are cavemen and women, you know, we weren't just feasting every meal. We weren't just eating all day, right? We weren't just grazing, right? You know, having sna- opening a cupboard and having snacks, right? We, there, were, there were days we didn't eat and then we ate and then we didn't eat. Well, that wasn't, you know, in the span of evolution, that wasn't too long ago. Right. So that change, that change is, is not reflected properly the way we do eat. We overeat. We eat all day and then we don't practice fasting. So I think the safest intervention is to do an intermittent fast. You can work with your doctor and maybe do a prolonged one or your, or whoever's taking care of you or can oversee this. For me, when I did the, the three day, which was the last one I did, I felt like I had the flu. For the, the second day, I felt like I had the flu. I, I couldn't even get out of bed. My, 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 my body was just hurting and it passed. It passed the next morning. But you have to understand when our body has permission, when it's not digesting and using all of its energy for that function, our body has now permission to start releasing all of the crap that's stored in our adipose cells, our fat cells, right? Heavy metals, pollutants, right? And it starts releasing them and we start detoxing. It ain't going to feel good if we start, if there's a detox process going in our body, right? The reason why our body wants us to rest during detox is so it can detox properly and we're not running a marathon and then our body has to send blood to our muscles, right? It's really going through that detox process. So, you know, just just work through your symptoms and, you know, if that's going to pass, stay hydrated, that's going to pass and and make sure you have someone overlooking, right? Because if you have thyroid issues, adrenal issues, it might not be a good idea to jump right into it. What I call it is spring cleaning, right? We get rid of all the crap, all the cells that are that are defective, right? All of the cancerous cells, right? All of the viruses, bacteria, our body just goes, let's clean up, let's clean up everything. And then we start growing. Once we start refeeding, there's a regrowth. There's new, those those stem cells are now regrowing to healthier cells. So it can help autoimmune processes. So really important stuff for folks who are looking into it. But that's why I always say three to five day fast, because you want to get in that mode of autophagy, A-U-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y autophagy. And that's the whole goal of fasting, right? To start turning on your evolutionary processes, those genes that go, oh yeah, a fasted state. Now I know what to do because this has happened for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And I know exactly how to adapt to it. And we just, we just have to pay close attention to why, why we drink. And it took me a while to understand it. Like for one, it was part of the social culture, but two, for me, I was more outgoing when I was drunk and I was more friendly and social and witty. And then at the end of the day, I was like, well, why can't I just be these things normally? And I just, I literally had to work on myself and go, all right, I don't need something outside of me to realize this within myself. And once I did do that and I put that out there, I said, no, I can be however, and whoever I want at any point ever in my life. And once you take action, right. And you become your own boss with that, you don't really need anything outside of you to be what you want or do what you want, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, but you know, I'll, 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 let's say I go home and there's a huge party and they offer me a cocktail. 
I'll drink it on special occasion just to be part of it. But I know I'm doing everything for my body, my mind, my spirit, right? To just not need that, you know? Mm. I manifested everything in my life, everything. For the past 10 years or 12 years, I've understood manifestation. I've created everything that I've experienced. My life, how it is now, is was, was something that I visualized five years ago. Everything. One, number one in manifestation is clarity. You have to understand what you want to create. We have been blessed more than anything to create. We've, we've had the power to create. That's the most beautiful part. We're, we're here on earth to create ourselves over and over and over again, coming closer to understanding who we are and then being the embodiment of who we are. That's why we're here, we're to remind each other that we are love, to remind you, you're love, I'm love, you're love, and then start changing the world. That's what we're here for. But to manifest, to create, you can't just go, I want a Ferrari. I'm going to get it one day, right? You have to understand the guidelines of it. One is clarity. Well, why do you want a Ferrari, right? Is it because it will give you a sense of self? You'll feel better about yourself? Well, that's weird energy. Or is it because you know who you are, you know your power, and you know it's a representation of what you want to create? And that's okay, right? There's no good or bad in manifestation. You just create. You are a telephone pole. And as a telephone pole, you're like a radio, right? So you go on your radio, you know, you go, you go in your car and you know how you, you hear a song and it's an amazing song by the Beatles. And you're like, or we'll say Cardi B because your audience is younger. There's an amazing song by <laughs> Cardi B and, and they're static and they're static. And you're like, ah, oh my God, I love this song. I, I can't find the right station. Well, when you have that clarity, you hear that song come through in HD. And that's what happens. When, you, when you're not clear, you're sending out a signal, like a telephone pole, to some part of the universe, an ether, let's say something we see or don't see, regardless, we're sending out that energy, and that energy isn't clear. So you have to be clear on, one, what you want to create, two, why you're creating it, three, who you are. Who, three, number three is the hardest part, right? Because who you are at your most basic level is love. And when you have an understanding and you start feeling that and being that, then that frequency is HD on steroids. And when that frequency is HD on steroids, you are able to create literally overnight. And that is what I try to have people understand is that they have to become clear on who they are. I hope you enjoyed this Mimi moment. And while I have your attention, we'd love your feedback on the new Mimi podcast reboot. It would mean so much to me if you could leave a review and you could even send me a message on Instagram to tell me what you think about the new show upgrade. I'd love to hear from you.